Are you struggling to make ends meet? Do you feel like you're always living paycheck to paycheck? Well, I have some good news for you. Anyone can get wealthy. Yep, you heard that right. Doesn't matter where you come from or what your background is, there are endless opportunities out there to make money. Whether it's starting a side hustle, a business, or investing. See, we live in a world where there are endless possibilities out there. Unlike what a lot of gurus will have you believe, there's no one secret formula to getting rich. All you need to do is to understand the way money works, how money flows, and be bold enough to take a portion of that flow. So don't let your current situation hold you back from achieving your dreams, because today we'll take the first and most important step to getting wealthy, and that's something that all of us can do. So follow along with this video and stick around till the end because I'll show you what our students do right before launching into creating five income streams and rewriting their financial futures. And you can do the same. Mastery not required. So if you're new to this channel, my name's Tim Lowe and I help people create multiple income streams using their purpose instead of mastery so that they can live purposeful, meaningful lives. Now, lesson one, money is a tool and concept. See, a lot of people think there's some secret way to make money that only the rich know. Well, that's only half true. First, there's no secret handshake or formula that'll get you rich. But that's the good news, because that means that anyone who just thinks how the rich think, do what the rich do, have the opportunity to get rich. Now, don't believe me? Let's look at a few prominent billionaires. Right. Oprah Winfrey, right? She was born into extreme poverty and now has a net worth of 2.8 billion. Or Mark Zuckerberg or Jeff Bezos who are both born into rather average middle-class families and who are both now worth in the billions. You see, money's a great equalizer. It doesn't discriminate. It doesn't care what color you are, who your parents are, or if you came from an Ivy League college. See what all the same in front of money. And if you're able to watch this YouTube video or listen to this podcast, then thank God you live in an open enough country or economy where everyone has the same rights to hold money, the same opportunities to get money. So the only thing that's holding you back is yourself, your beliefs, and how much you understand and respect money. Now, one of the things we find we need to do with our students before we get into creating income streams with them is exactly that, to work on their beliefs around money, help them understand what it is, because if you don't understand what money is, then you'll never be able to tap into it to create wealth and sustainable income. You'll always be looking at one trend or another. You'll always be trying out the latest guru gimmick that'll help you master this or that. By the end of this video, you won't need to because foundationally, money is just a tool. As a tool, it's something to be used by the person who holds it. So some use it for good, some use it for evil, and a lot of people just use it for its intended purpose as a means of exchange. It's like a hammer. A hammer can be used to kill someone. A hammer can be used to fix things. Its intended purpose is to drive a nail. And like a hammer doesn't choose its owner, neither the hammer nor money can choose who wields it and what you do with it. 
See, money doesn't know if you're ambitious or hardworking or if you're lazy, right? If you're good or corrupt. Money doesn't judge whether you're worthy of having it or not. The trouble a lot of people have with understanding money is that for them, money is not just a simple tool. See, money is also a concept. Now, unlike a hammer that you can pick up, right? Money is intangible. It's something you can't really see or touch. I mean, sure, you have coins and banknotes, and some might still even have like a bank deposit book, right? But none of that is actually money. They're just representations of money. In some jurisdictions, lawyers call them choses in action, meaning they're just representative of a right that you have, right? Like a debt, for instance. How about gold, you might ask? Well, there's no currency currently on the gold standard anymore. And if you invest in gold, most investments are through funds or other derivatives. Unless you're investing in physical gold and putting that in a safe, you can't hold that either. Now, besides being abstract, the concept of money also comes with a lot of baggage for most people. See, all have inherent beliefs about money. Whether it's good or bad, right? that wanting it or even spending it is good or bad. And if you believe that wanting money is a bad thing, then perhaps that could be undermining our efforts to get more of it. Or if we think that money is difficult to understand, then maybe we tell ourselves that we don't understand money and that makes us want to make bad money choices just to prove ourselves right. Because we always want to prove ourselves right. It avoids the pain of being wrong. And unless you're living in a purpose-led way, our base instinct is to avoid pain and pursue pleasure. But I digress. And that's what makes it so difficult for a lot of people to understand money. But is there really a need to understand money, like academically to have it? And for that, we'll look at the wealthy. What's their understanding of money? Now, lesson two, the wealthy and their wealth. I worked in corporate law for 20 years, and so I worked with a lot of wealthy people. Right, Some were self-made, some born into money, some elegant and polite to a fault, others loud and uncouth. The only thing all of them had in common is that they had nothing in common except for the fact that they had great beliefs about money. They all understood it enough, not like an academic would, but they understood it simply, as you are now in this video. And they respected it enough to say, I'm going to take some of that for myself and I'm going to be prudent with it. You see, the wealthy are a diverse mix of people. And sometimes, the people that many consider the least likely are often the wealthiest. So I was at an event at a very posh hotel here in Singapore. Now, I was tempted to give the name of the hotel, but thought about it and I don't want to get any of the staff into trouble. Anyway, our host for the dinner stepped out for a moment. Right, this person's worth many, many millions. Right, but an incredibly low-key multi-millionaire. Right, he loves being completely dressed down, and guess what? After he stepped out, they wouldn't let him back in. The number of us had to vouch for him, and he needed to call a tells management threatened not to pay the bill. See, we all have stereotypes around wealthy people and what they look like and what poor people look like. And to the hotel staff, this guy looked poor. Kate could be argued that they were doing their job, right? He was dressed down and certainly didn't comply with the dress code. But he booked the whole restaurant and so his argument was that it shouldn't matter. Now the point here is, 
most people have an idea of what wealthy people are, right? What they look like, their backgrounds, their education, even their nature. And unfortunately, a lot of that reinforces our stereotypes about money. See, people tell themselves that they don't have the characteristics of a wealthy person. And the truth is, there's no such characteristic, except they all learn to think about money in a way that enabled them to take their share of it. So what do you think money is? And what are your impressions about people who have lots of it? Do you think they worked hard for it? Do you think they did something dishonest? Right, tell me in the comments. If you're getting value from this video, then give it a like. It means the world to me and subscribe for a lot more content like this. And now, on to lesson three. See, the thing is, we all grew up with a lot of money myths. We get them from our parents, from school, media, right? Think Star Wars, for example. The evil empire with all its resources, and the poor rebels were like slumming it, right? Or Robin Hood, the poor outlaw stealing from the evil rich to give to the poor. Or Victor Hugo's Les Miserables, where Jean Valjean, a former prisoner, struggles against societal prejudice and poverty. And that's contrasted with the wealthy and corrupt in all their Parisian splendor. Or the famous Bible misquote that money is the root of all evil. See, what it actually says is that the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And that is absolutely true, right? That the excessive desire of money causes people to do all sorts of evil and eventually brings suffering. But what it does not say is that money is the root of all evil. See, I know incredibly wealthy people who are good and they don't love money. They have so much of it, they give it away, right? Money is a tool for them. And I know poor people who obsess about getting rich and they obsess about money and they'll stop at nothing to get rich. Now, in my early days as a lawyer and I had to do some legal aid work, I met a good number of criminally dishonest poor people. You see, money's a very good servant but a very bad master. And that's why throughout our programs, we emphasize that money needs to work for you. You must not be the one working for money. And so I'd like to give you a gift. It's a four-day lifestyle income workshop. And it's an on-demand video workshop, which I want to give you absolutely free as my gift to you for hanging out with me on this video. You'll be learning why trying to master your income streams has caused passive income to elude you all these years and what you can do about it what the wealthiest people and most profitable companies use to remain profitable and to grow their wealth and income in a risk-managed and sustainable way. And finally, why most stumble when trying to grow their income and wealth and how you can avoid those pitfalls so you can start taking concrete steps to building your income streams and living your purpose instead of going one step forward and two steps back all the time. Now, I pull back the curtain on what I do for passive income, mastery not required, of course, and I introduce you to some of my favorite passive income streams I'm using right now that are putting money in my pocket even as you're enjoying this episode. 
All you need to do is to head over to start.purposetree.com slash workshop, which is on the screen now if you're watching on YouTube and in the description of this video or podcast. Just put in your email address and my team will send the four videos right to your inbox. You can watch it anytime you want and it's fast and actionable, so pay attention and take action. Whether you're a beginner who hasn't the faintest idea where to start or you've got income streams but they're causing you stress and taking up all your time so you can't live your purpose, this on-demand workshop series will change your life. It's completely free as my gift to you. Now back to the episode. Now this next step is crucial. Okay, I'd like you to think about all the negative perceptions of money that you grew up with. See, money is corrupt. I don't deserve money. Only dishonest people get rich. Right? Write those down on a piece of paper. Then think about why you believe that. Is that something that you've actually thought about? Is it actually true? Like what I said earlier, despite what popular culture portrays, I know good, rich people and dishonest, poor people. Now think about your beliefs critically, then strike out the ones that aren't objectively true. Now this is a really stripped-down version of a full-blown exercise we do with our students. We take them through replacing these beliefs with healthy money beliefs. So I've done this enough times to know that if you truly put in the work here, you'll actually be left with a piece of paper that's completely struck through. And once you're starting with a clean sheet, you can start creating your own healthy money beliefs, such as money is a good servant and a poor master. I'll get money to work for me. I'll do good with money. See, in our Mastery Not Required program, we create these healthy beliefs for our students. And once we reset our students' money beliefs, we launch straight into creating five income streams with them. And a good number of them manage to create like three income streams in the next three months when they've been struggling with creating passive income streams for years. And that's the power of having the right beliefs about money. Now, I love that program because Anyone can do it, and it gets our students such amazing, life-transforming results. But before I get carried away talking about it, you can get our free 4-day lifestyle income workshop series at start.purposetree.com workshop, link on screen and below. And don't forget to like and subscribe. And I'm certain that these videos here and here will also help you in your journey to being able to afford to live a purposeful, meaningful life. So if that's what you want, then you need to watch them right now.